0: How can it be that men do not commit out of love alone? Men do this in nanoseconds in a way from seeing just a vision of a woman, a picture of a woman, and certainly their social media.
1: Sick of sacrificing or settling in your romantic life? Welcome to Make Him Wonder with Coach Paula Groom, where women struggling in real relationships ask the expert. Unscripted, unfiltered, understandable coaching conversations to help passionate women succeed in love.
0: Hi there and welcome to Make Him Wonder. I'm your host, Coach Paula, a dating and relationship coach licensed social worker and author of the book, Why Won't He Commit? How a Man Decides to Make You the One. I'm quite excited today to have a special guest on my show. But before I get to that, I wanted to talk about one thing that happened this week that is going to be kind of pertinent to our discussion in a way. And that is Ruth Bader Ginsburg's passing. And I just want everybody to think about that Ms. Ginsburg was born in 1933, so nearly 100 years ago, just shy of 100 years ago because she was 89 years old when she passed. And I'm so happy that they are honoring her because what she did to help move along women's freedom, I believe, was significant. when we considered that she was only one of nine women in her graduating class I believe 1953 I could be wrong on that year but 1953, one of her law school uh, graduating um, or law school graduates one of nine women out of 500 men. And then for the longest time, she grew up in Brooklyn. She, I believe, moved to Manhattan and could not get a job in Manhattan at any law firm because of the climate of the day, which was women were still designated as at home taking care of children and not providers, not women who worked. I mean, if you consider what has happened in the lifetime of anyone who is now living in their 80s and 90s, it's really amazing. And so I wanted to give uh, that credence today because I am so happy to have my guest, who's a very free-thinking woman, and, you know, while I'm a rules coach, I'm also all about women living the life they wish to live. And thankfully, there were women before us like Ruth Bader Ginsburg et all, you know, that all the women before us have helped pave the way for what we are able to do now and for our complete Freedom as women to live freely, to do what we wish, to make choices and have choices. We are so lucky that we have the birth control we have, to be able to manage our reproduction, etc. And while I always give my honest take on the effects on the male brain and possibilities for complete commitment, I honor women that are living their life in the way that they choose. Ergo, my guest today, who is the beautiful and talented Becca Hayes. Thirty-four-year-old Becca is an iHeart Morning on-air personality on Rock 106.7. She's host of the Good Curl podcast. She's a model, a dancer, and a raw R A W capitalized artist. And now an OnlyFans phenomenon. I asked Becca to come on, make him wonder today to talk about living life in the spotlight as a single mom and about her experience with and decision to go on OnlyFans. Welcome,
1: Becca. Well, hi, Paula. It's so good to chat with you again. Glad to be back. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm so happy about this, and I want to honor your decision to do this and have this honest discussion because I think it can be so helpful for women of all ages and certainly in our climate today, so I really do honor
1: that. Well, thank you. I am just, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it, and I think it's definitely something that, that needs to be talked about.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I want to know uh, more about that. But first, I want to get your take and then I certainly have some information here on OnlyFans because many women are not familiar with OnlyFans where I dare say there's not a man alive alive under the age of uh, maybe, I don't know, probably all ages, who doesn't know what OnlyFans is. So perhaps you describe it first and, and let us know what OnlyFans is for those who don't know what it is.
1: You know, I, I just learned about OnlyFans probably about a month ago, and it was during uh, a radio segment I was doing with my coworkers. Every morning we have to do morning prep for the show. And I work with two other guys, and we came across a story about a Disney star. Um, I think she's about maybe 21, 22, pretty young, and she started an OnlyFans page. And within the first day (laughs) of signing up, she made a million dollars. So obviously, it was something to talk about. And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh. I mean, it does help that she's famous. I won't lie about that, but... Uh, I just thought it was interesting, and she made a million dollars
0: in one day.
1: $1 million dollars in one day. <laughs> is that? Do you think that's real? It's real. Oh yeah, it's real. And I mean, there was something like a couple days later. I think. Um, Who is she? We she need to know, like, because if she's oh, on there, God. everybody knows, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if her account's still activated because there was something along. She did something where she stopped posting and it ended up turning um, not into a scam, but a lot of people wanted their money back because she stopped, like, interacting with people. It's like she did it for almost the publicity. Sure. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. So, we learned about that. We did a a segment on that. And the guys kind of joked around with me. They're like, Becca, you should totally start. Uh, OnlyFans page like you love to post sexy photos you're you know you're a sexy sensual person and you should just do it You like why not make money from it and then opposed to just posting the pictures and making no money from it and, and for those like, who well, don't how-
0: understand how it works like so you're on like um, Instagram and then mm-hmm. you have another Instagram page that is on
1: OnlyFans like how does it work for those who don't Understand. Oh, okay, so OnlyFans is its own independent website. Uh, I believe it's owned by Pornhub, um, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of a, a branch off. And it's basically it, it's for your fans. So it's a private uh, page where you have to actually subscribe. Um, you have to pay money to view whatever videos or photos I post. The only thing mm-hmm. that you can see is my bio my main picture, um, that's all you could see. So it won't let you view it unless you actually subscribe. And it's like, for me, and you can you can make whatever amount you want. I just did a, a random stupid number. I did $13.57. <laughs> and that's and per so, month? That's per month. Uh-huh. And yeah, so, so you subscribe, you have a whole month for that price. And I mean, I'm learning as I go, Paula. I've, I mean, this is completely new to me, the whole concept, the whole concept of um being sexy and getting paid for it basically so mm-hmm. this is very new to me um you can tip on the photos so depending on like how sexy you look or or maybe i don't know it's, you're doing something funny they like like my content is very um i want to say it's funny i do a lot of funny content but kind of like sexy funny if that makes sense uh i'm very i like more classy uh Sensual photos instead of just the straight up like, you know, can I mm-hmm. say vagina on here? Vagina on your in your face, you know, <laughs> right, like right, the porn right. pictures. I, you know, I don't, I don't. That's not my style. Um, mm-hmm. The great, the great thing about this is this is all you. People that love you, that want, you know, to follow you, that are true fans, they subscribe to you. This is your content. You make it whatever you want to. Now right. I will do a warning. Um, obviously there's, you know, I, I'm, I don't know if there's women that follow me on OnlyFans. I, I don't know. Cause there's, mm-hmm. you don't have to put your real name. Obviously some people do, some people don't, mm-hmm. uh, the thing that can be dangerous is people obviously they want more, they want more, they push for more, you know, um, I just recently did a photo where I'm topless. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, do a complete nude. Do a complete nude photo. Well, I don't think I ever even want to ever go down that road. That's mm-hmm. my preference. Everybody's different. Um, so I think you need to be careful. I think if you decide, especially if you're a newbie like me, if you decide to start something like this or start um, showing off your body or whatever, realize that always, people are always going to want more. And you need to be comfortable in your own skin and comfortable with saying no and comfortable, like, when it starts to get uncomfortable, that's when I'm, like, done. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go down that route because I'm having fun. And the most important thing right now is me, is I'm comfortable with my body. I love being sexy. I love being sensual. It makes me feel good. My confidence is up. Mm-hmm. I love taking photos, sexy photos and it's it's a boost for me, and when it starts becoming about other people, that's when I think I need to reevaluate, regroup, recheck myself, and be like hey, i'm this is more of a chore now, this is more of like I'm not even comfortable with this, but I feel pressured into mm-hmm. taking a full nude, and I don't want that and you know and I'm confident enough to use the word "no," which is very hard for me because I am a people pleaser mm-hmm. um but I've learned to, you know, throughout my lifetime and throughout my experiences to be okay with saying that word. And, you know, I tell people all the time, like, you know what, sorry, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to do that, you know, and I'm, com- I'm comfortable enough to do that. Um, I think it's very important uh, if you, as a woman, to be able to, and the key word is able, to explore that sensual side of yourself if you want to. Mm-hmm. I you know I don't want anybody telling me no you can't do that which you know of course that's going to happen you always need to expect there's going to be criticism of course people are going to say oh you're a, you're a mom of two little boys how could you do that how could you show your body off like that like shaming me mm-hmm. I've I've gotten that not a lot of it yet but mm-hmm. I've gotten that and you now of course I still have the ex-husband um, I'm sure that's going to come up and. Yeah, I'm prepared for that, and I'm a very, just like you said, I'm a free thinker, and I uh, I stand up for what I feel, and I'm not going to let people pressure me or bully me, and if I want to do it, I should be able to do it.
0: Absolutely, and there's there's so much here. I want to ask about. It's so <laughs> fascinating to me, and I hope to our listeners as well. And I'm sure it is. And you know, uh, you you brought up a couple of points, and I didn't know if I heard you say something about husband. You you are married or you're not? Just for our listeners' sake. I'm
1: not. My yeah. I sorry. I said ex-husband, so I'm ah. not married. But yeah, so I know I'm going to get flack for that because we do have a circle of friends that, you know, report back to him. And uh, I'm sure that will come up, and I'm mm-hmm. prepared for
0: it. And so it has not yet? He does not know?
1: You know, I'm pretty sure he does. He just hasn't confronted me about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Yes. And, you know, there's so there's so much here in terms of, you know, I, I love that, that you give a warning. What do you feel or... Sh- Maybe I should ask it this way. Do you feel that given that you are in the spotlight, that this is, um, kind of goes along with the adage, there's no such thing as bad publicity, meaning it mm-hmm. can only boost your, uh, your profile and all that, you know, you are and bring more listeners to your radio show, to your podcast, to all
1: of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my thing is when I first started this, obviously I was nervous. I was nervous because I am in the spotlight. You know, obviously people, you know, people that know me are going to know about this. But then I thought to myself, here I am, you know, on my podcast in, empowering women and encouraging people to do and think on their own. But then I'm nervous and I, you know, I, I, and I'm going to coward and not be the person who I really am. And, and, I really want to explore this side of me and not do it. I that's it's hypocritical of me. And so I thought in the beginning I was like, you know what? I'm going to go in into this knowing that and I'm going to be prepared and I'm I'm fine. I um yeah, I I know that there's going to be some well, in people's eyes. So I'll tell you this, Paula. Uh my coworker the other day said to me, "So do you realize that men, some men, not all men, but some men are going to think that you're undateable. And mm-hmm. I said, I said, yeah, I considered that. Um, but here's what I have to say to that. The men that think I'm undateable, totally fine. You have a preference. You have a, you have free will. You have choice to, you know, don't date me. Um, but what I say to that is good. I didn't, I wouldn't want to date someone that's going to judge me because I'm exploring the sensual and sexual side of my 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 side. Mm-hmm. Um, I want a man that is confident enough and a man knowing that I'm a free spirit and knowing that he's going to allow me to do the things that I need to do and be comfortable and accept that and love me for who I am. Because this is, Paul, this is who I am. This is a part of me that I'm finally and you knew i don't know if you knew that but i grew up, i grew up in a very religious home i was lds which is mormon uh mm-hmm. majority of my life just probably a few years ago is when i decided um it wasn't that type of religion wasn't for me anymore and now i'm more of a free spirit and i'm exploring a lot more things in my life i'm going through a lot of um transitions and change uh mentally and some physically and i I mean, not crazy physically. I'm just talking about the workout part. <laughs> I'm not getting any <laughs> surgeries done. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that are happening in my life. Um, I mean, all around the clock. And I think, like, you know, going back to, to what my coworker said, good. Weed them out. Weed out the men that can't handle this. Okay. And,
0: and for women listening, you know, my listeners wanting that full commitment I totally understand the thinking. I get it completely, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, there, there is that. Uh, I think there is that feeling for all women. We want men to be able to handle who we are, mm-hmm. and we want somebody who is that equal, so to speak, who is that strong. In our language, we would say it's strong, it's secure. He knows who he is. He can deal with us being the way we are. For anybody listening, because why I think it was such a great opportunity here for us to talk about it is because it is a huge uh, debate, uh, and I get it all the time on my end because I have... Um, you know, I'm quite a bit older, and of course, I have uh been through all of that in my life and dealt with the the both the good side and the not so good side of it and my platform in helping women get the commitment they want, of course, I discuss here what works best mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and yes, you're absolutely right um and that's what, I, what I'm here to say on this particular episode is everyone, every single woman, thank God, now has the right to do whatever she wishes to do vis-a-vis her body, sexuality, etc. And isn't that mm-hmm. fantastic? Because heretofore in history... That wasn't the case. I mean, you could, in the shadows, possibly. I mean, let's think about, uh, you know, really long time ago, you might have been burned at the stake, you know, um, and then yeah, in, right,
1: right. I know, yeah. I would have been. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and then in the recent, you know, much more recent history, um, it it can be all manner of, uh, you know, just absolutely shunned by society. And, you know, we think about women in the um uh seventeen hundreds, eighteen hundreds certainly, um in the nineteen uh you know, from nineteen oh one to two thousand, uh that was the biggest time in history where things changed and like Ruth Bader Ginsburg's time from mm-hmm. you know, the nineteen thirty till now, uh the changes that have that have helped us so greatly but yet hurt us in a way vis-a-vis commitment for men. And what I mean by that is, I don't know if, if you know this about me in full disclosure, uh, how I uh, work vis-a-vis um, the a Freud and his Madonna whore. He deemed it complex. I talk about it more under the realm of uh, what they call now um, dichotomy, Madonna whore mm-hmm. dichotomy, because that is absolutely part of the reptilian male brain. It's still there, hasn't changed. Just like for us, what we basically desire more than anything, and they did a huge study, huge number of men and women asked what is it that, above all, they asked women? You desire from men. What do you want? What's the number one thing? And without question, I think it was nearly like ninety percent. Women say they want to be desired. Mm-hmm. That hasn't changed, Mm-mm. and it, it will change because if we're if we're female, that is. What it is for us. That's just the the female brain in that way. And for males, what it is, above all, hands down, was respected. Yep. It goes deeper than that because for men, the male brain, in a nanosecond, decides when he sees a woman, he puts her in one of two of Freud's categories. That's just a given. Now, this happens at a seriously nonverbal reptilian brain um, level. Mm -hmm. And then, over top of that, of course, is society. How the man was... Brought up to a great degree how uh, religious stuff, um, dogma, you know, all manner of things that are put into his young male brain. But fundamentally, it does not change. And yes, there will be men. For anyone who decides to to do something a la what you're doing, there will be men that will be more willing to handle it, so to speak, right? That's when the guys mm-hmm. are saying, you know, it renders you undateable. Well, first of all, uh, yeah, there will be men that that is. And you're saying, you know, I get that. Mm-hmm. Very important that you get it, you know, which you already do. Fantastic. And for any woman who's going mm-hmm. to do it, you do need to get that. In other words, it takes some of your options away. Okay. But you say I don't want those options anyway, right? Nope. <laughs> right. Now, here's the, the more salient point of it, is that I would dare say it's not going to take many options away in terms of dating you. And certainly wanting to be with you. It's not gonna take mm-hmm. many options away at all. Right?
1: Could only possibly. take the marriage option away. There you go. There yeah, you go. Of course. And you you know that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. yeah definitely. And
0: And some and women don't, that, so how do you know it?
1: Uh, you know, it okay, through experience, I was married for seven years. Um, you know, I've kind of i I've, I've done the dating scene for a lot of times. I mean or excuse me, I've dated a lot of different types of men. Um and then I was married for 7 years, and so I've kind of been through um the ringer, I guess I guess as you could say. But I finally, and this is how I get through it Paula, I finally came to a point and I'm still getting there. I'm not I don't think I'm like 100% fully there, but I have the mentality of um I'm okay being alone I'm okay uh taking care of myself i'm okay um knowing that you know maybe I won't ever get married again. maybe I will just always maybe have some casual dates here and there and have fun here and there and have fun with my my friends and I think I finally am okay with that, and that is that took me a long time to even realize uh because I get, I mean, I get lonely. I get lonely a lot. And a lot of times it's just the boys and I, my two little boys. And, um, and I, I want that companion. I'm not saying I don't ever want to get married, but I think it's, it's a power within ourselves. And it's very powerful when you can say, I can take care of myself and I don't need that person to validate me. I can validate myself. And it's a bonus if I have someone that comes along and, and, not complete me, I don't ever want to say that. I used to say that, but not complete me, but add to this, add to this this person who I am, bring something new to the table, and then we can grow together and you know, and enjoy being around each other. Like, it's a bonus in my eyes. And so I think I finally got comfortable saying that, and that's where I stand. And so when I say, you know, it, it's going to take a, a very unique um not unique, I shouldn't say that. It's gonna take a very um confident man, a very um loving, good heart man to wanna to be with someone as like me. And I've realized that and, and then it's okay. It's okay if I, I never get married again. But it's never no, nothing's off the table for me. I just I'm comfortable.
0: I I really love that because that's really what it takes for anyone to consider doing this is that knowledge that just by what you said, I know it takes the Mm -hmm. marriage thing off the table for, I would Mm -hmm. say uh, at least 95% of men. And this is because not of their confidence level, not of any of that, but Mm -hmm. it is that, uh, Reptilian brain, deep, deep deep-seated Madonna whore thing that all men have, no matter their age, no matter their orientation, no matter uh, any of it, and that you know that and are Mm -hmm. okay with that. That's what really is the salient point here. because. Well, you know, you're lucky in that you are able to take care of yourself uh, with your two kids. You are that confident. You make a living. You're doing well. You're saying, if I never get married, that's okay. How wonderful, right? That mm-hmm. That is the possibility. But for anybody out there who is saying, no, I want more than anything to have that in my life. Knowing this and then making the choice is really what it's all about.
1: Yes, all. And I think, and Paula, and what I what I said earlier about, um, I feel like so many, especially women, because you know that we we we, uh, lead with our emotions and we're Mm -hmm. very emotional beings. Um, I think we feel like we need a man in our life, and especially, I mean, how society has you know, brought us up and especially if you're raised Christian or whatever, mm-hmm. religion, everything has to do with this. I think we, we are in our minds, our thinking, we think that we need another mate to complete us, you know, and I think that's where we're, we're going down the wrong track. I don't think you need to complete yourself. You need to love yourself before you can even ever think of having a relationship. I mean, we can go down that road. That's a, another podcast is learning how to love yourself, self-love. But, um,
0: it's but it important is true. To- it's, it's very, very mm-hmm. true. And without that part of it, and I actually work with that in my programs vis-a-vis, because women come to me wanting, uh, you know, if they come to me in my dating program for wanting to know how to really get Uh, you know, good dates online, I have a program for that, I have a method, and it works seriously well, as a matter of fact, it's a game changer, but at the end Mm -hmm. of the day, it is about this work, which is us transforming to get to a point whereby, yes, we do feel complete with or without, because that's Mm -hmm. the key to being completely free, And that is the key to having a man be in the state of wondering and confident that he can be that man because you are complete in a way. It's very, very, it's it's science, it's art, it's so manner, and and it's the journey. You know, it is the journey for all of us. Mm -hmm. But without the knowing, that's where... I feel that many, many young women, 20s, 30s, are getting messed up because they don't know that fundamentally the male brain will be in this Freudian state and that's it. And they must know and really know the consequences of the choices because Mm -hmm. let me ask you something about, um, like, OnlyFans. Mm Mm-hmm. Those pictures, like we hear all the time, you know. Once a picture is up on the net, that forget it. It's there for eternity. Yep. Anybody can have mm-hmm. access. Is that going to be the case mm-hmm. with OnlyFans?
1: You know, a paid I yeah. it, assume the worst. I I think yes. I'm going to say yes. Do I know? No. It's it's a private um it's a private website, but I mean, doesn't stop people from taking screenshots, Mm, you know, it doesn't. Okay. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. I didn't think of that. Uh I think whenever you decide to do anything in life and go into it, always try to, you know, positives and negatives, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, what's the worst that could happen if I do this, Mm -hmm. what's, what's the best thing that I can, you know? And so that's what I, what I did. And yeah. And it's, that could be out there forever, but again, you know, I'm, I'm confident in myself. Mm-hmm. I am a sensual, sexy person, like I, and I'm a very open person. Like I just don't, I'm not very scared of nudity, it's, mm-hmm. you know, and like I said, I'm, for me, I do it more in a classier, funny way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, I feel like that has something to do with it. And, and who knows, I may only do this for a couple months and I'm having fun right now, but the minute, and I'm going to, I'm going to be the one that decides. The minute I don't, I don't really have fun with it, and it seems like more of a chore than, than having fun. Or it seems like, you know, I, I'm really doing something I, I, I don't feel comfortable doing. The minute that starts to kick in, or I'm, I'm going to be done, and I can turn it off just like that. But yes, just like you said, it probably is going to stay out on the world wide wide net, and mm-hmm. or, yeah, it's probably going to be out there, and and I'm okay. I know that that's fine. It's it may. Mm, come back and haunt me, bite me in the butt somehow, I'm sure. But I'll be okay. Right. <laughs> It'll be and fine. Like I said. Th- I think, sorry, I think
0: the, uh, the danger comes with women who are not um, in a position like that. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you know, a woman is, um, you know, she's now in college, say. Okay? okay. She doesn't really know where her life is going to go. And she decides, you know, hey, I can really be making some money. I can, I can uh, subsidize my uh, my entire education here, and she likely could. Well, being in the spotlight, being say like an on-air personality, or even the woman with Disney. I mean, I don't know what her situation with Disney is now, being that Disney is quote-unquote, you know, wholesome and. Um, The whole Mm -hmm. branding is, let's be, you know, um, the Little Mermaid. So the consequences can be significant for someone who is not going to be an influencer, a uh, a personality, a uh, model, an actress, a singer, if you want to be at a law firm. Mm Mm-hmm. You see, it's... it's very, very different because um, every company that's hiring, you know, goes onto the web to look for stuff. It's, and that is so unfortunate and, and almost mm-hmm. ugly, and I hate it.
1: It is. Yeah.
0: I hate it. It is just a reality.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a sucky reality.
0: It's a sucky <laughs> reality right yeah that and it's mm-hmm. always here's the it, it, it's what's so sad about it it's always hurting women yeah
1: we're vulnerable because,
0: yeah the fans the people the, the money the the money is coming on only fans from who from men mm-hmm. men are subsidizing it Men are paying to do it. Men are doing all manner of crap behind the scenes, and nobody cares. hmm Of course. It's the poor woman who's trying to subsidize her career to make it in whatever field it's in. It's, it's really just a, a tragic fact, but we have to deal with what is, not
1: what we would like. Yeah, of course. Um, just... To go back and talk about that college student, uh, that let's just, let's just say that, yeah, she's trying to earn some extra income, maybe, to, maybe even to work, pay herself through college or pay her way through college. Mm-hmm. And this is an easy way. Uh, let's, let's just say she is comfortable with her body because we don't want anybody doing something that they're not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say, you know, she's, you know, she's a central person like me. She's like, hey, you know, I could be sexy and get paid for it. Why not? Uh, and she does this. Well, let's say her long-term goal is to be a lawyer or, you know, somewhere that um, this stuff is frowned upon, like a doctor or something. And I think, sad to say this, but, again, before you ever jump into anything, especially something like this that women um, get criticized for, uh, look at the negatives and look at the positives. Be careful because that unfortunately that may ruin um her chances of becoming a lawyer or uh whatever that area that she's looking into that that might ruin her chances and which shouldn't be the case but you know it it sucks it really sucks and
0: it totally does and it is it's really looking at short-term gain over mm-hmm long-term consequences it's also what is your ultimate goal I mean you have your children now right and you may not Mm -hmm. want any more children or you're okay Mm -hmm. if you don't have more
1: children yeah but I'm more so um I'm okay if I if I ended up meeting a gentleman that's never had kids and he's you know we really love each other and um he wants to have more kids I'm I'm willing to I mean it depends if it's five years down the road probably not but it's in the next couple of years, maybe.
0: <laughs> but here's for someone who is 24 or 25. And she's thinking, yeah, someday I'll be a mom. Well, here's mm-hmm. the problem with that. We go back to the male brain. And that mm-hmm. the man's comfort level, it's now called Madonna whore dichotomy. Hate the word. Absolutely Mm -hmm. hate that it's called that, but remember at the time when Freud uh, qualified it for us because he didn't invent Mm -hmm. it. This is something that it's a deep, deep deep-brained thing in males that is normative for males because of, and then I take it that step further, why is it? I mean, how can it be that men do not commit out of love alone. Because they don't. Because it's the puppy principle. They love us all. Mm -hmm. They find something wonderful, uh, sexy. I mean, um, it's for males, just the fact that you're female is on some level sexy to them, no matter Mm -hmm. what. So Mm -hmm. it is... That he needs to feel that you are in the category of being wife and mother material. So, for that young girl, you know, I'm saying girl, 25, that young woman, that for her to know that these photos, whatever they are, will be out there for time and memoriam and could be, that may keep her from an ultimate goal of being that wife and mother. Because here's the deal. You see, men do put us in that black and white of two categories, generally speaking. And of course, this is in gross generalizations, but it's the fundamental difference between males and females, the black and white thinking of males in terms of this. It's good girl, bad girl, Madonna, whore, wife material or fun, you see, that mm-hmm. um We can't get around that, unfortunately. So it's knowing your goal. It's knowing what Mm -hmm. it is that you... Because women are everything and a bag of chips. Most women can be that nurturing, caring, loving, uh, monogamous, um, everything that quote-unquote, Madonna uh, signifies or mm-hmm. represents on the one hand, and they can be the sexiest, most adventurous woman on the other side of the scale,
1: all wrapped up in one woman. And, and that, exactly. Like, all, oh, everything. that's the thing. With men see, it's like tunnel vision. They're just, you, the minute they put you in that category, it's, I mean, I don't know if you ever can get out of that category with them, but it's hard to, very when hard, man puts you in, in that category. And it's frustrating because I can be, I am such a nurturing and loving mother and yep. my kids come first in my life. And I will, I will jump out in front of that car to save no any, anybody, my kids, my, my friends, whoever's in trouble. Like I have, and I, and I know this about myself. I'm comfortable to say this about myself. I have a heart of gold, and I will I will do anything in in mm-hmm. my my power, my will to help anyone out in any situation. And but then I also know if I decide to um, commit to someone, I give them my all, yep. and they are my only thing. And but then I can still be me and my sexy mm-hmm. side when I want to be and need to be. How like. Oh, it's so frustrating! I, I, it <laughs> is frustrating, but it is,
0: and this is what I, this is what I, work with with women because, until you understand, that we can't impugn men for being men. It used to be, I used to be, when I was your age, and even older. I was seriously angry about it. it was like, how can it be that men, do not see this? Do not get it that yes, you can be the sexiest thing alive and still be monogamous, exclusive wife and mother material. Mm-hmm. It's just we are not either or. It is their brain; it is not us, and that's the most frustrating thing. But it again, it's we cannot deal with what would be better what would be ideal, what makes most sense to us. We have to deal with what is with men, mm-hmm. know what it is, and then do what we want to do, knowing yes. the possibilities or excluding mm-hmm. the possibilities. Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, the, the issue for women who are not going to be in the limelight Um, for example you may go down the road and you're meeting other men potentially in the spotlight
1: Mm -hmm. who
0: might be living in the spotlight as well and who have an opportunity within their social group that it's going to be accepted that you do certain things to be continuing to make a living, to continue to push the envelope. Uh, this can happen in in music, uh, you know, in the music industry, in, in um, show business, in modeling, in a number of different areas. But if you're in the middle of the country or uh, you're just living a quote-unquote uh, normative under-the-radar life, that the man, in terms of his abilities to step outside of his normal brain stuff as well as being accepted into his milieu it's it's going to be tougher yeah a lot tougher
1: definitely i agree with you yeah i yeah. feel like but that it's going to be harder but i mean and and this obviously is whether you decide example to do only fans or not, or, uh, explore your sensuality in a, um, a, pu- a public way. You know, I think going back to that, know yourself and become, and make yourself whole before you decide to even like go out and try to date other people. Like, and, and what that's going to do, and maybe that might change your mind. Maybe if you work on yourself before you decide to jump into this, um, Mm, sexy way. Um maybe you need sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You know, I was
0: just thinking while you were talking that um uh-huh. you know, I see it on things like Instagram all the time. And what is so mm-hmm. sad to me is that very young women it's it's only fans light in a way. They're doing everything but uh being topless or naked or whatever, the poses, mm-hmm. the um, the intent in the selfies, mm-hmm. that in and of itself, which really what's unfortunate is that when I see it, it disheartens me because for them, because I know it's going to be so hard for them if they want commitment. And I once had one... Uh, one woman that I was talking to about it and we were discussing those kinds of selfies and you know, I posed the question to her, what is your intent here? And she said, well, I have to do it to compete. No. And that really made me so sad because Mm -hmm. she wanted commitment. This was a beautiful girl wanting a boyfriend. And she was like, like at a loss, As to why she wasn't getting, you know, a committed relationship. And I could so clearly see the reason why. I mean, every manner of guy wanted her. And she would get, you know, 3,000 likes on a picture. Mm -hmm. Of course. But nobody would take her on as a, you know, they would get into a relationship and then just leave. Because they, aren't about their confidence right in terms yes. of and it's not that they're insecure women think of that all the time well he's just insecure nope not, not about that material that's to right them.
1: that's it and i'm glad Black that, and white. i'm glad you yes and i'm glad there's two things that i that came in my mind i'm glad that you brought up the instagram thing um first of all yeah, I guess, you know, it depends on what are your goals. If you really want a boyfriend, if you really want to get married, like if that's something that you just like crave, you're like, oh, I just really want this, then don't um, be the, the wild and crazy sexy woman. Like you can still, and I'll say this, you could still be sexy and take pictures with, you know, fully clothed and look sexy and attractive. Like there's different, there's different types of all sexiness it's what you like. Um, so that's, that's tough. It's like, like I said, mine's different. My goals are different. I'm, I have more of like, you know, if I never get married again, I'm fine with that. That's not my, that's not right in front of me. Uh, mine is more career oriented. I'm mine's different. Uh, but I, I totally understand, um, this, this type of women that you're talking about, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. It's just, our goals are different. Um, Another, I'm going to switch this up really quick. Another thing I wanted to talk about when you brought up the Instagram, Paula, is what kind of was frustrating to me is you'll see a lot of these Instagram influencers or models or whatever. They, you know, you, and you kind of touch base on this. They take, they have all these pictures of them basically nude. Like, I mean, I've even seen, you know, completely topless, barely like fuzzing out the nipple area mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram. And it's yep. still acceptable,
0: and yes. that's
1: that's okay. But yeah. if I start an OnlyFans page that basically looks just like that Instagram, if not like more classy and like tactful, mm-hmm. in my opinion, on yep. some of the ones I've seen, yep, um, it's frowned upon because I'm getting paid for that. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, in my mind, I'm I'm thinking business and businesswoman over here. I'm yes. thinking, why the hell? Would I post these sexy photos for free? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? No, you're gonna pay me if you wanna see this. Like, yeah, it's frowned upon getting paid to book hot and sexy and you know, possibly mm-hmm. nude. Like it's it's so frustrating and it's so double standard. And so double I'm standard. I'm telling you, these are so, yes, these some of these accounts, it's totally acceptable because they're not getting paid for it by men. And it's fine. Yep. That's okay. Yep. It is a, a,
0: a terrible double standard. One thing I wanted to bring up while we're on the social media thing here that's so important is that, you know, with this competing idea that I must take selfies that are me in my full makeup with my butt out and my boobs in full uh, frontal position and they they're pseudo just cute, but in a sexual kind of position almost, you know what I mean? That whole kind of, you know, just butt out, uh, head Mm -hmm. high and tilted back and uh, boobs forward that you see for the man. And this is so, so important for women to get that if it is your desire to potentially be marriage material, wife and mother, the idea for the man, just that you are trying and showing that to other men is what will put you in the wrong category. You see, it's Mm -hmm. the selfie... Um and I did a whole podcast on this. The idea of the selfie because the woman is trying. Mm-hmm. Men do not um desire when they're in the state of wanting to find um someone for a committed relationship. It is because of my fun one of my fundamental sayings. What you do with him, he thinks you do with all men. And when he sees that, that puts you, even though it's so saccharine in a way, it puts you in his male reptilian brain in the wrong category. And I would say that the vast majority of women in my program and what I work with is attempting to... Because they've gotten in that category and then they fall in for the guy and now they want him to commit. Mm-hmm. You've got a fundamental problem here because getting into the first category when you've been in the second takes a great amount of work.
1: Oh, yeah, it's a lot of work.
0: It's a lot of work. I do it. Women, you know, they pay me to help them do that and we do. But let me tell mm-hmm. you, it's a lot, a lot of work, uh, a lot of commitment on the female's part, a lot of patience, and we can eventually get there. And it's, it's again, according to the particular man, how we do it. Not the woman, so to speak, (laughs) because it's, again, we are all of it. We are everything from the most nurturing, wonderful, uh, you know, woman like um, Mother Teresa, all the way on the scale to the sexiest vixen who could make a porn movie. Mm -hmm. It's just in most all of us as women, we run that gamut according to how we feel, according to how we feel about that man, according to how we feel about ourselves, a lot about our feelings. But we have to deal with what the man's brain is able to deal with. Very interesting point. Men don't do this in terms of or expect this of us. And you know my mechanics of men, that
1: Mm -hmm. they
0: don't ever expect us to kind of come out of our lane and know things that would be kind of, you know, not typical for us to know. Meaning about know how to take apart a car and put it back together. Yeah. They don't they don't expect that of us. They don't ever, you know, if we don't know the car, they don't get upset with us about, why don't you know, why don't you understand how an engine works and blah, blah, blah. No. They... Respect us as women in that way that it's okay that you don't know. You're a woman. I get that you don't know, and it's okay. I don't expect you to be interested in that. But we expect Mm -hmm. them to be everything that their male brain should should get how the car works, be the most uh, stunning, ripped, athletic guy, and bring home the bacon, and do all of it, and then also be the most um, nurturing, wonderful, soft man that gets all about women's feelings. Well good luck with that. <laughs> good luck with that. Because it's not yeah. how they're made. We basically are loving what you world. need
1: to Oh yes. Yes. Basically what women need to do, listen, go in the kitchen, put on an apron, hold a fresh baked pie and post about that. I get you'll get men lined up right there. <laughs> <laughs> because you are a pretty wonderful
0: puppy just like that you know men Mm -hmm. think all men all you have to do is flick your hair and he's there you know what I'm saying like it's not about being for the man to be wanting you as for exactly who you are I mean Chris Rock years ago um did a riff on this it was so funny because it's like he's like you know you girls are like, you're thinking, I have to do the hair right. I have to get the dress right. I have to. It's like, all you have to do is show up. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, just stand in front of us. We don't care what the hell, you know, makeup, no makeup, hair done, no hair done. You know, it, it's, it's not about that at all for them. Mm-hmm. Just like, as I always say, just remember, ladies, the every single puppy is cute to us, no matter what whether he's that, even that little hairless dog with a little tuft of, of like hair coming out of the top of his head and he's all skinny mm-hmm. and, and no hair on him, even he's cute, right? They, they're all cute and wonderful to us. And that's how men view us. It's deciding, like we're talking about today, what do you want? Know your, be that worthy opponent, be exactly. that and the opponent. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. M- mine's business. Mine is money driven. Um, mine is not, ca- is not catching a mate right now.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: for you women that are wanting to get married or wanting to get into a relationship, don't post the semi-nude pictures. Don't post the provocative pictures on your social media.
0: And I would add to that and think long term think when you Mm -hmm. are uh you know if you're if you're you know 20 something now think of when you haven't found that mate when you're 40 and you're wanting Mm -hmm. or 30s Mm -hmm. and you're wanting it is not just about today because things will live for a long time Oh, yeah. On, you know, and you don't know what could come back to haunt you. The world is, it can be a really cruel place. Anybody who's been on Instagram and gets comments knows this, right? Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, any social media. Everybody knows that everybody's got an opinion, and nobody has a filter on themselves anymore to not voice that opinion. And they almost want to do, uh, you know, it, it, it's. I don't think that's changed in human nature, but there are people out there who are happy to do you in. And oh, 100%, the,
1: yeah. Right, trolls.
0: It is, trolls. It's so sad. I mean, it's just <laughs> my god. It's it's really mm-hmm. it's a very sad fact, but it is a fact that again would be wonderful if it weren't, but we have to deal with what is. Mhm. Yeah. So you know any any other parting words, words of wisdom for younger women and
1: uh, your fans out there? Uh, you know, just my advice, and it's just kind of a little bit of a recap. So I know you touched base on all this, but really get to know who you are, know yourself. What are your goals? What are your long term goals? Take everything in, in consideration. Know the positive and the negatives before you make any. Um, Big move. This was a very big move of mine. Um, I in a million okay years ago, a couple years ago, in a million years, I would be like, no way in hell would I ever be on OnlyFans page. Now I knew that I was a very sexy and sensual person, but there's no way because of my religion that I grew up in, and because of the people that were in my life, not so much anymore. I've gotten rid of those toxic people, uh, but I. I was ashamed. I was worried what people would think of me. I, you know, I, there was a lot of reasons. and But I've come so far and I've grown so much just within the last couple of years of really getting to know my goals, who I am, what I want in life, and to be comfortable with just me. And I think, and I'm not saying every, every woman is different. Everybody has different personalities. Not people are... You know, a lot of people don't have the same goals, and that's okay. Like, you need to be confident and comfortable in what you want, and don't let other people influence that or change that. Because when you start letting other people seep in and and change you, be like, no, no, you don't want to do that. You don't want to – just do what you want to (laughs) do. And realize there are consequences with whatever you do, but be prepared to accept them or, yeah, live your life. Live your life. Don't other people. Don't let other people live yours.
0: Well, I thank you so much for for doing this today. I think it's so informative uh, for women. And where can they follow you, find you, listen to you,
1: all of it? Well, well, you know, my name is Becca Hayes. Um, it's spelled a little differently. It's Becca B E C K A Hayes H A Y S. Um, you, you put me in the Google, I'm sure I'll pop right up. Uh, but you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, as under Becca Hayes. Um, I have, I'm have. i on the morning show, Hooker, DB, and Becca. Uh, that's in Salt Lake City, Nashville, Memphis, Oklahoma as well. Uh, I'm kind of everywhere. Oh, The Good Girl, um, girl spelled
0: G-U-R-L, is my yes, podcast. Yes, I was on just recently. Thank you so much. You.
1: Yes, you were. And there was a lot of responses um, from Paula's podcast. Paula and I's podcast, you know, cool. obviously we talked about some dating stuff, which was awesome.
0: Um, but I but yeah, said, kinda... I was on like too much coffee or something that day. I just talked and talked and talked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved
1: it. That's, that was my goal. I wanted you just to basically talk. I mean, oh, Kara, Kara was on there with us. She fell in love with you. I mean, literally, uh, like she had notes. It was crazy. Uh, but yeah, she she bought your book. Um, fantastic. You know, why? Why, yeah, will why he won't we commit? in? it? Why won't he commit? She bought that book and she's cool. reading it right now and loves it and but yeah, we're you know, I'm pretty much everywhere. I'm sure OnlyFans now, there you go. If you want to see that content. <laughs> <laughs> do you have I women? Mean, do you have women, do you know? Like um, I don't not that I know of, but you know what? I have inspired actually I can tell you right now, ten women right now that um are starting an OnlyFans. They're like, you know what I, I I have the same goals as you, Becca. I'm going to the same places as you, and I don't care. Uh, you know, they have the honey badger effect where they just don't give a F. So they're just like, yeah, why not do it? And so I'm like, okay, do what you want. And so I, I think they um, – some of them followed me to get some ideas, And but I have a, I have a lot of uh, anonymous followers. They don't give me a name. Um, sure.
0: Yeah. 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 So,
1: I don't know I'm not I think obviously probably 90% 99% of it is men <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, the
0: good girl podcast. I assume we've got a lot of it. So it's the good girl. So, you know, it's G U R L. That's mm-hmm. uh, everywhere, you know, on listening platforms. And that's you talk about your life. You talk about everything there. Uh, right. I mean, what's the, 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 the gist or the main bent of your podcast?
1: Oh, well it's I mean it started off uh, about my life and it still is like I'll talk about like things that I'm, you know, are that I'm up to, that I'm doing. Um I live a very unique life. I'm kind of all over the place and you know the the mom with two young kids and then also the career woman and then the, then the, the the single woman that tries to have a mm-hmm. single life. So you're you're getting all aspects of life. Mm-hmm. Um, from my perspective and and I talk about that I and I just you know just recently I started um kind of like venturing off you know you and I did a podcast and I'm I'm getting ready to go podcast with uh, another podcast in just a couple hours and um so yeah I'm kind of I'm I'm venturing a little bit and um yeah it's a lot of it's just it's about my crazy experiences and we talk about just random um stuff there's nothing that we don't talk about like it's all all open very open conversations. so
0: yeah well again I thank you so much for taking your time to to do this today and uh please you know for everybody check out the good girl check out hooker db and becca on 106.7 uh in the mornings and uh, and just uh, be in touch with us about all the interesting things that you are doing. Let's check in from time to time because I think everybody here would want to know how it's going. And especially maybe about your dating life and if there is a special man.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I will, I will keep in touch, Paula. You bet. Yeah, that's cool. Great. Thank you again.
0: So I hope you enjoyed that interview and discussion with Becca Hayes as much as I did. I really love that women have the freedoms that are rightfully ours. We certainly have a way to go, don't we? However, if you're a listener of mine, you know that while I believe all that I just said and honor every woman's right to do whatever it is that she wants to do in her life if it's legal (laughs) that I work with what is going to work with men because that's why you are here listening because if we want love and honor and to be valued and respected by men, we have to deal with what is not what we would like. It's unfortunate, just like you heard in our discussion. It sucks. Yes, it does. But again, we can't make things different with males. And we can't change the fact that intrinsically for both sexes, our brains have not changed in any significant way from the time we became man. That's just a, 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 a fact you may want to watch, I think it's wonderful, and it actually goes along with this discussion in a way if you can see the social dilemma that's out now I hope I'm getting this right I believe it's on Netflix and you'll catch in there that they talk about this it's very quick but it's there that our brains have not changed and this is what all the powers that be know about our brains and what social media is doing with us and to us but actually it's really with us because we have become the product now that is being sold but i digress because what we're here to talk about is how you, as a woman, and again, it, this can be unfortunate, have to present yourself in a way whereby, if you want in any way, shape, or form to be valued and respected and get. Complete commitment, meaning marriage. And if you want to be a mother and wife or both, you need to be doing what works with men. And so I want you to really think about this. If you have ever considered doing something like OnlyFans for money, and, you know, there are many, I don't put any value uh, judgments on that at all. That is absolutely a right of a woman to do it. Many women are doing it. However, what I can tell you is that the consequences of it can be quite a heavy price to pay. And that's what uh, Beck and I were talking about for very young women who maybe haven't really come into a place in their life where they absolutely know 100% what the consequences will be and if they will be happy with those consequences years from now. Because nothing we do out there in the public eye on social media in any way, shape or form is now private. In other words, if you put it online on any social media platform whatsoever, even sent a man your pics, you don't know what can happen with any of it. So, I also want to talk about the fact that it doesn't need to be only fans to have consequences. And I mean consequences right now and maybe for the future. What I mean by that is that your social media think of it as an advertisement for you. But you must think of it as an advertisement of you under the realm of how men view the advertisement. That casting in Madison Avenue knows this. When I say Madison Avenue, that's an old term for like advertisers. They know about casting or casting against type. And I often talk about this with women. You've likely heard this on other podcasts. But for example. There would be a difference between. Casting for. A young mom. A busy young mom. Uh, for. A, a car. That can help her. With her lifestyle. Think about an SUV, uh, something like that, that she's running around with the kids, she's picking up kids and groceries and um, her husband uh, on the weekends, whatever. So that's going to be a particular ad whereby the woman is going to be or look in a certain way that goes along with that brand. And then we may see a
1: Ferrari
0: uh, commercial or jaguar. Um, I can't really say it the way the man says it on the ad. Jaguar. a <laughs> bit kind of English accent. That woman is going to be quite different. And this is in our brains, in a deep way. How we put things in categories that go along with each other. And males do this in a way, and this is what Freud's Madonna Whore complex, now called the Madonna Whore dichotomy, is all about. Men do this in nanoseconds, in a way, from seeing just a vision of a woman, a picture. Of a woman, and certainly your social media. And while you may feel like I alluded to the young woman saying that she felt that she needed to compete in a sexual way, meaning we've all seen a selfie, it is so kind of almost like iconic now woman stands with her butt out, her chest high and her head back looking at the camera in some form of sexy um, dress or revealing dress. Or even if it's not revealing, it is the pose itself that is suggestive. And while that is wonderful for every man to see he loves it and will eat it up if you are looking for more than to be quote unquote eaten up and loved for that part of yourself which you will be but a man who is looking for more won't feel okay in committing to that woman who does that. Now, you may say, well, that's just insecure on his part. That is a woman's way of, um, in, in some ways, justifying what it is that we know about ourselves which is just like Beck and I talked about we are everything on the scale if there is a mother out there right now who has not been able to feed her children with her regular job and she's gone online a selling something about herself. Even outright prostitution, escorting. She's on OnlyFans making money. Does that mean that she's not that mother who is also in the minivan, in her sweats, running the kids to school, taking care of them, loving them, caring for them and all in other words, we as women run the gamut. We are Everything. We are all that in a bag of chips. And it is an extremely unfortunate thing that the male brain categorizes us as Freud rightfully qualified for us in a way that is succinct and we get it. And I am here to help women get that. Because in your I would say starting in your late, late twenties, thirties and forties, you become such a sexual being and it's almost a a badge, so to speak. When you feel it, you know it, you are it. And now the world is saying, we're going to give you kudos for that. And we're going to give you money for that. And we're going to give you all kinds of wonderful things for that. And men are going to love you for it. Well, we want to qualify that word love. Yes, he will absolutely love it in the moment. But is that the kind of love that you're looking for? I always say to women, think about this. Do you want 3,000 likes on your photo? Or would you like the one man that you want to love and commit to you? And then you can be that ultra sexy being with him because that's what he would love. But he will love you for that in a committed relationship. If that is what you want, then I can help you with that. And I help you with that in all manner of ways by reading my book, by listening to this podcast. And if you know you want to take it to the next level, you have that someone, or you want to start it out right or even correct something with someone, I want you to really think about the time that you might be wasting not really being helped along by accelerating the process Because the women that I work with personally in my programs and they get one-to-one coaching with me, it's not therapy. Not at all therapy, but it is therapeutic in that it gets you in an accelerated fashion to what it is that you desire and deserve. When a man truly loves you, Which he can, even if he's put you in the second category. Absolutely can. And what we can do together is work to fix that, so to speak, so that we can wire things back for him to get you in the first category. I'm not going to lie, it takes work. It takes intention. It takes commitment on your part. But you can do it. I'm all about two things. Starting out in the right category... and getting back to the right category with the man you love... if it's at all possible. And if the love is there, I have seen it work. It has worked for a number of my clients... When they truly commit to it, they finally get it in a way that is going to be really useful. Then we start working together and the work accelerates their process because we work closely together on this. So quite a bit today, but I love that. I love Becca Hayes. She has made a conscious decision knowing the consequences. She's ready in her life to accept the consequences. She has two children. She is a public figure and that does play into things, ladies. It really does. Um, and, And I've talked... I don't want to take this time today to do it, but I've talked on other podcasts about this. The difference between a woman doing something that is related to her career because somebody being an on-air personality, a public personality who is making her living doing that, that is going to be viewed for men in a different lens in some way than if she were a teacher, a nurse, a doctor, an accountant, a lawyer. Very, very different. And we did talk about the consequences also for a career in anything now that is put out for public consumption. The world is a harsh place. And there is such still a different standard because the men who are on OnlyFans and enjoying All of you, if you were to put yourself on an OnlyFan. When he goes in to apply for the job, nobody sees anything about that. They don't know that he's on there. They don't know that he's watching porn and doing all kinds of crazy things. Things that would be looked at askance. Unless he's like an Anthony Weiner or something like that. But you get the drift. But a woman, if you have an Instagram profile and under your uh, saying what you do in your life, you put uh, OnlyFans, (laughs) you're linked to OnlyFans, that is going to hurt you. Is that fair? Absolutely not. Is it the case? Yes. Yes, we're still there. And why are we still there? You would think. It's 2020 as of my speaking to you. You would think. It's been since the 1960s that... We've been given sexual freedom in a way that we had not before. But all of those years, it doesn't change the male brain. And we know that the male brain has not changed and neither has ours because we still want what we have always wanted from time immemorial, memoriam. And we still bond through time and sex that's not going to change and we have to deal with what is not what is fair what would be quote unquote right because if we do not attend to what is as opposed to what would be really right and fair we just hurt ourselves and I'm all about helping women to get it is what they desire and deserve. So I hope you enjoyed this today. I really did. Thanks again, Becca Hayes, the Good Girl Podcast, G-U-R-L. And look her up on iHeart and on her Instagram. It is Becca, B-E-C-K-A, and then H-A-Y-S. I hope to be talking to her again. And in the meantime, make sure to connect with me here. You want to be a guest on the podcast? Go to realcoachingconversations.com. Follow me on Instagram. Coach Paula Grooms, and make sure to catch my videos on YouTube, Coach Polygrooms. Grooms. A lot more content there. Sometimes I put, before they come out, uh, clips and parts of these podcasts on there. And also on Instagram, you get a lot more of my quotes, which you can more easily keep in your mind. Uh, because uh, I tried to make them quippy or rhyme so that you can have it in the forefront of your mind. In the meantime, make sure for any man in your life that you are making him wonder.
1: Thank you for listening to Make Him Wonder. If you've benefited from today's conversation, please subscribe and share. Connect with Coach Paula at MakeHimWonder.com. There you can take several relationship evaluations, discover her books and other resources, and find out if one of her personalized coaching programs might be right for you.